what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are. We disagree. It's like, <laughs> okay, you know, moving on, moving on. Like, well, the makeup bottle. <laughs> a little. It's like a cracked out T bird, some grease. Yeah. I can you know, she's got that black hair. Welcome back to Chick Chat, everybody. It's Mary Margaret. I've got Jeanette here across the country. We have so much to talk about today. So much has happened. I need Jeanette's opinion on this. We have not talked since the last episode. And I even thought a couple of times about texting you or calling you during some of these big events that have happened. But then I thought, nope, I want a pure, genuine response whenever we bring it up on the next show. Thanks for tuning in to Chick Chat here on The Mesh. I just don't even know where to start. I've got like a... A, a list here, but you know, we'll get the, get this housekeeping over with Jeanette. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? I am doing well. I saw that you have a um, new addition to your house with you today. Are I you? Do. Yeah. Pride, pride and joy. Uh Oh, so, you know, I don't even usually like see you other with maybe like a water bottle or a tumbler or something, but what mm-hmm. do you got today? Tell everybody. I found a coffee mug with my favorite royal family, Ooh, which <laughs> Harry is- and his bride, Megan, uh. and their son, Archie. And it has a picture of them with Archie, and it has hashtag Archie for Prince. All right. So <laughs> I can get behind the hashtag 100%. No Lilibet on there. No, I, I will find one, and it will okay. be in my she'll, house. She, she's she, she'll, join the, she'll join the collection. But Understood. This one um, is Archie only, and and you know, and I don't, I don't really have to have Megan involved. She's, she's just a little much still for me. I'm still, I don't know, I'm still not on the Megan train. But Harry, one hundred percent, glad you can wake up with him every morning. He's my favorite son. So if you know, if he I, loves her, his bride, I'm standing beside him. Uh, <laughs> you're so loyal. I Look am. At you, how awesome. Um, okay, well, let's get right into it. It is mid-April right now. We have been in award season. We've had um, music awards and, and movie awards and stuff. We're also in like wedding season. It's springtime. Um, celebrities are starting to come back out, you know, out of their winter holes. It is, it's a, it's a big day. It's a big time right now, right? Mm-hmm. But but we have to start um, with saying, first of all, to everybody listening out there, we are not breaking news here. We're not sharing anything that you probably haven't heard of before. However, we do have opinions about it, and this is our show, so we're going to share our opinions. Hopefully, you um, agree with some of them. If you don't, totally fine. But we have to start with the big slap heard around the world. Everybody has seen it. Everybody knows what we're talking about. This was during the Oscars. Um, arguably one of the largest, more uh, respected, fancier, posh events of the award shows, if you will. This is kind of the the older brother or older sister of all the other award shows, right? Um, this year 
we had three female hosts on the Oscars, which was fantastic. And then, as always, the presenters come up, do a little shtick, do a little comedy thing if they're comedy-based, or tell a little story about the award that they're getting ready to present. This year, Chris Rock came out to present a documentary award. Um, I forget the exact title of it, but he was presenting an award. He was not a host. He was a presenter. Came out. It's Chris Rock. He's a comedian. They probably told him ahead of time, you've got a couple of minutes to do a little comedy, right? So he roasts a couple of people. At that point, he then does a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife, who is sitting in the audience. They're both of them in front of him. He does a joke. A couple seconds later, Will Smith gets out of his chair, walks up on stage, and smacks Chris Rock, and then returns to his seat and proceeds to yell some profanity at him about keeping his mouth shut about his wife. Um, The feeds were cut. My audio went out while I was watching it uh, so that we couldn't hear what was being said, but we could read lips. I don't read lips professionally, but I sure could figure out what he was saying. And um, everybody was dumbfounded. The world immediately rushed to Twitter to find out what everybody was saying. Everybody rushed to the internet. And the first thing I saw was, what just happened? What's going on? What just happened? Was this real? Was that a joke? If it was, it wasn't funny. Was the first one a joke? Like nobody knew what was going on. It was, it was not until really after the event, before we all figured it out, all the internet and TV sleuths were able to go and record bits. And then we had people from overseas sending videos to all of us censored Americans showing us what was uncensored in their country on television. So we got to see the entire thing. We got to hear the audio. It's like we were right there. Now, consequences have been handed out. It has turned out it was not a joke. It was not a shtick. It was not meant to be a bit between comedians. Um, I don't even know where to start. It's been beaten to death. I get it. I know people are probably tired of hearing about it. However, I'm not tired of talking about it because I want to talk to you, Jeanette. Will Smith and Chris Rock are two people from our generation. They are people we have known for years on television, on specials, comedy shows, everything else. We know Will Smith and Chris Rock. We know their sense of humor. We know their style. We also are award show aficionados and have seen how award shows work. I can't tell you how many times I've seen comedians get roasted or Comedians do the roasting of other people at award shows, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's just start from the beginning. Did you watch this live? No. Okay. I was watching it live, um, but it doesn't matter if you didn't see it live, right? You saw it everywhere else afterwards. Yeah. When you heard about this, um, give me your initial thoughts. What went through your head? So I was watching it on and off. I recorded it. So I was, you know, watching bits and pieces, but lots of activity going on in my house at the time. So I'm like, I'm going to tape it because I don't know what I'm going to miss. So that part I did not see, but I immediately got a text from my nephew saying, Will Smith just smacked Chris Rock at the Oscars. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, So 
And I said, I text back, for real? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. May like, have is been it a, a joke. joke? Right. Like, may have been a joke, but it doesn't, but I don't think so. So then I hit the internet or I turned to the Oscars. And of course, it's over um, that part of it. And I'm like, okay, let me Google it, see what's happening. Immediately comes up. <laughs> like, it's already there. Like, the it's whole uncensor thing. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, thought it was a joke when he smacked him until he went back to sit down and started yelling. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think that was a joke or planned. Um, complete shock. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen anything like it. I don't know. Hollywood Oscars award show. Like okay. I've seen award shows where, you know, less mainstream war award shows where there have been fights or things like that, or, you know, crazy things that have happened that are on like other cable networks, but like mainstream ABC, NBC, CBS. This is, this is the Oscars. <laughs> Never, this, this is the is, Oscars, right? The, the Oscars just hit at a different level. Yes. No matter what your opinion is of whether award shows should be a thing now or not, people are saying it's, you know, it's just award shows in general right. are kind of frivolous and whatnot. And, and no matter what your opinion is, the Oscars are a different standard. Yes. Yes. That's that is how I feel, and I, I I will die on that hill. Well, not only are Oscars a different standard, but the person who assaulted the other person was up for the potentially highest award he'll ever be nominated <laughs> for in his career. Like the biggest there's award. so much more going on that. So Will Smith, as recap, is nominated was nominated for uh, best actor uh, in a movie. And that was for King Richard, in which he plays Serena and Venus Williams' father. Right. He was expected and to win. He was expected he won all the other win. awards for it. It's the only time he's won the award, which he it was the obviously only time he he's did. been nominated. I don't for best actor. Was I'm it not, his I first nomination? It, I think that was his first nomination. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I I watched in awe because I, like you said, thought. Hmm, was this planned? Was this, and everybody was saying that, right? Everybody yeah. was like, eh, that was just a bit that kind of maybe went a little too far, or maybe yeah. it was not delivered the best way or something, right? We all have seen comedians give jokes that sometimes just don't fall right. Um, so let's go to that. The joke was about Jada Pinkett Smith, who Chris Rock says, Jada, I love you and I love your hair which she had shaved pretty short. I mean, it was not shiny bald. It was no. just short though. Mm -hmm. And she was basically bald except for low, really low stubble all around her head. Yes. Yes. And um, he then said that he can't wait for GI Jane two. Okay. Which again, a reference to a movie from our generation, Demi Moore plays GI Jane in this movie and and the, the 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 it's the the hard thing is is that it came out after the fact that she has alopecia and that that is why she has her hair cut like this mm -hmm. now I think she has told people this. I personally was not aware of it at the time that it, you know, that night when people started saying that I was not um, aware that she had, it doesn't mean that she didn't announce it because I didn't know it. Um, 
clearly I, I don't keep up with everything Jada Pinkett Smith, but she did, um, get offended by that comment. And I guess when Will Smith, who was laughing at the joke, saw his wife's unhappy face, he then turned and realized he needed to do something about it. So that's when he went up and approached Chris Rock and, and so forth, so on. Um, our producer has just chimed in that Will Smith was nominated for Best Actor in Ali and Pursuit of Happiness, but he won for King Richard. That's the first win he's had. Um, so good to know. Again, I understand Chris Rock was, I don't know if Chris Rock knew ahead of time. He said that he didn't realize that she had alopecia. Who knows if that's true or not? Was it a great joke? No. Kind of thought it was kind of lame. Wasn't that great of a joke, in my opinion. Um, not because it was off color in her mind, but because I didn't think it was all that funny. I don't know. G.I. Jane's like a really old reference. Um, also, a couple of things. One, I thought Jada Pinkett Smith looked phenomenal. I think she looks beautiful. Yeah, she can pull off a bald head. Yes, and I also have always... Except for when she was on A Different World back in the day and had long dreads. Mm -hmm. I kind of have always associated her with short hair. Mm -hmm. um, I know it hasn't always been that short, but I have, in my mind, associated her with short hair. So yeah. to me, to see her with that haircut didn't raise any red flags to me personally. And I saw them on the red carpet ahead of this. Um, so I'd already seen her. And I mean actually thought to myself, holy cow, she looks beautiful. G.I. Jane, the movie, Demi Moore, was, you know, it was kind of groundbreaking at that point, having her have this shaved head and very strong women power, blah, blah, blah. And Demi Moore, of course, is beautiful, and she looks gorgeous. She did. Movie. She can pull off and, a bald head, too. <laughs> I know, right? So, again, that's why I didn't think it was that great of a joke, because it's not like, I don't understand. But anyway... Joke or not, Chris Rock is a comedian, and celebrities are constantly roasted at award shows, no matter what. Like, it's just known it's going to happen. It had happened many times earlier in the evening by the three hosts who were roasting other people in the audience. Including Jada and Will. Including Jada and Will. And I think that joke was much worse. That much joke was super intense. Yes. Yeah. So... We and they all, laughed at that one. They both laughed at it. Of course. We all know that Jada and Will also have had some uh, um, criticism, maybe. Uh, not criticism, but like kind of shock and awe a little bit. Over, they share a lot with the world and open do. us up into things that maybe we weren't interested in. But if you're going to share, it's we're probably, here to listen. It's, it's, it's not, not necessary. Yeah. yeah. It's not our business, but they have chosen to make it our business. Yes. So but then want to keep that, but then don't want anybody to talk about what they've told us. Right. Right. You can't Let's have it not, both ways. Like, yeah, that's exactly right. You can't have this both ways. If you're going to share it with us, we're going to talk about it. Um, and especially when it's something pretty extreme, like you have an open marriage. Yeah. Um, and when it's been acknowledged publicly that you have slept with your friend, your son's 20 some year old friend. Had a relationship with. 
had a relationship. It's the whole thing is weird. Okay. I love Will Smith. I do. I love Will Smith. I've not always been a huge fan of Jada. Um, just not for anything other than, I don't know. I don't really know why, but just yeah. personal opinion. She's not warm and fuzzy like Will. I guess that's the best. Way I think it. so. She's and, a little, yeah. She seems a little hard sometimes, yeah. right? Like rough and, and kind of, I don't know. But like you would not want to approach her to take a picture if you saw her out in public. You just kind of point and be like, "Oh, that's Jay. That's there's Jada over there. Oh, but there's Will. I'm gonna go see if he wants to take a picture. Yes, um, yes. Because you expect her to be like, "I'm here. I don't. You know, you expect a no from her, where you might get a no from him, but you're not gonna get like offended. I think. I or so I thought. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> I will not be approaching Will Smith for anything. <laughs> No, never mind about the whole Will Smith. I'm good. Um, so uh, after that, you know, I spent the last week, as I tend to do, just finding out more and discussing holding. it with people, going down so many rabbit holes. And I saw a few, in fact, references to there's more to the G.I. Jane joke. And my husband actually agrees than the bald head. So if if we go down memory lane, Demi Moore was married to Bruce Willis. Yes. While she was doing G.I. Jane. Yes. Um, I don't know at what point in their marriage or after their marriage, she started dating Ashton Kutcher, who later became her husband. Yes. Um, but people seem to think that the reference to the G.I. Jane was more in a reference to a woman who has who is, is married to an older man, but is dating a younger man than the bald head, and that's why it was more offensive than because Chris Rock is a very smart comic. It probably went over everybody else's head, but it didn't go over theirs because they knew exactly what he was talking about, and that's why it took a second for Will when he laughed, and then Jada rolled her eyes, but then she looked at him, and I think in that moment he may have known. It was much more. I don't know for sure, but that's what like people, people as they, as they tend to do overanalyze things. And I can see a connection there, but that happened within like 15 seconds. If you really knew that at that time. Wow. Cause it took me days and going down these rabbit holes to figure that out. Well, I had no idea. And I'm into the gossip, right? I'm all into it. Right. Wouldn't have even crossed my mind, honestly. But I do, I honestly wish it hadn't happened. I think, yes, there's a time and a place. Um, What I regret more than anything about the reason it happened is that it overshadowed the entire show that had been, this is a show that had lost ratings and they hired, I would say this was likely in my experience and from what I can remember in the time that I've been watching the Oscars, probably the most diverse Oscars we've ever seen, not only from hosts, performers, um, nominees, winners, but even the production team for the first time, I think that was a black producer. Um, He hired other minorities to do it as, I mean, there were obviously minorities and, and everyone from all different backgrounds working on the show together to make it more inclusive. Right. He overshadowed that. He overshadowed the fact that 
maybe more minority winners than we've ever seen in one broadcast, more nominees than we've ever seen on one show. It's all anybody can talk about. And there were a lot of great things that happened on that show. You know, the Lady Gaga and um, Liza Minnelli moment, the cast from Encanto singing, you know, in Spanish and all those things. And, and yes, some great the winners deaf, that we don't. The deaf uh, group from. The, right. That you, they're winning and also the acceptance speech in sign language. Speech. And, yes, in sign language. I mean, so inclusive. And it wasn't, his and it wasn't just about, like it said, it wasn't just about minorities at that point. It's the simple fact that. It was inclusive. These It was inclusive. But in the same respect, uh, these people, no matter their race, background, size, ability, whatever, the people that were winning awards that night, that was their moment. It was their you know? moment. Again, it was the host it, moment. Yeah. It doesn't matter their 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 background. I mean, it's fantastic that it was inclusive. We've been waiting on this. Mm-hmm. They've been pushing for it and working towards it. But no matter who won, that was their night. That was their night. Mm-hmm. And and he made it all about him. And it has turned into the Will Smith show yeah. at that point. I personally, um, you know, I don't know about the whole Bruce Willis and all that stuff of it. I get that. I Rabbit feel like hole. It might but- be a stretch. <laughs> yeah. I get it, but it might be a stretch. But I I personally think that in the moment, I think Chris Rock is someone who does kind of spit these jokes out. And that's why I kind of feel like it maybe was even off the cuff a little bit. I don't think it was written into his It wasn't. That's why everyone keeps saying that it wasn't yeah. part of rehearsals. It wasn't part of rehearsals. He saw them and just went he for saw. it. Exactly. And so it was just a quick immediate thing. You see a shaved head. Chris Rock was popular in the nineties. The nineties had GI Jane. He says GI Jane. I don't know. Like it just was just sort of quick and happened. Right. He didn't stand there and tell these elaborate story about GI Jane and her hair or anything. Um, I saw this lost over it. He was on to the next joke when he walked up there. He was completely over them. He was going on to the next thing. But and, to me, and it could have been a back. It could have been a backstage conversation, agree. or even 100%. a slight. Even and if you wanted the public to know that you were offended, and it was, and you wanted more than the backstage conversation with Chris Rock, he could have used his speech to say, you know, I know we put ourselves out there and everything, but to me, there are lines that need to be drawn and going after people's you know families. People take would have respected stand, that more. Take a stand, get up, and take your wife's hand and walk out. Right, or you know. Just sit there and, I mean, I don't care. Flip the guy off from the, from your seat. That would have been funny. And get, that would have actually been funny. It would have been funny. sent a little bit of a message in like, preparation you know, I'm of, mad at you, but. I'm mad. Funny. Wait till we get backstage. Right. That type of thing. You know, I think. Actually, I, like your, I like your thinking. I would have preferred that because I would have laughed at it. Everybody mm-hmm. would have laughed. And then I think Chris Rock's probably smart enough to pick up on the fact that if he gets flipped off by Will Smith with a mad face on, oh crap, I'm going to, you know. I'm going to hear about this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be searching out for Will Smith in the backstage, <laughs> right? right? Um, that That's what I would have preferred. And it, I feel like, like you said, my biggest thing was that I felt like he took away from everybody else's night. Poor Questlove wins his award right after, right after this and gets up there 
and no one remembers. You know, I it's forgot. Like, I even forgot what he was present what award he was presenting. It was a documentary award, and Questlove wins, and it's such a big deal, and nobody knows it. Like it's just poor taste, yeah. and it You know, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm still. I still. It's been weeks since this happened, and I still think about it, and I'm dumbfounded. Yeah, I try what, not to, but me too. Um, what got in his head that made him jump out of his seat and walk up on the stage when you are, what, five awards away from whether or not you win an Academy Award? And then he sits back down and is screaming this stuff. And okay, whatever, you're angry. We all get it now. Like Chris Rock, even on the unedited versions that we've all seen, I know, he even looks and he's like, okay, like I am, I'm done. Like I stopped. Let's move you're, on. Like you're making yeah. this, you're embarrassing everybody at this point. Everyone's right. uncomfortable. The room is, feels awkward now. You have, you have changed the mood. Yes. Yeah. And, and bravo to Chris Rock. Who would have thought that he could, and I, I mean this in a funny way almost, but like who would have thought that he could be so professional about right. this? Right. Right. Um, just because he's a comedian. That's why I'm saying this is because he's a comedian. He's, he's always making jokes and being a little off color and stuff, but for him to compose himself and then move forward with an award. I know that he was probably so embarrassed. Embarrassed. Like he's standing there not knowing if he's got a print on the side of his face or not. Right. If he's tearing up, like, how does this I mean, look on camera? Yeah. My ass would have been on the floor if someone had hit me. Yeah. And I would have been in tears. And I would have probably ran off stage. You know, like, I don't, yeah. that I was so impressed. And I think that's part of the reason some people thought like, oh, surely this was a bit or planned or right. fake. Because he did right? just move on. Because he just moved on. But no, I think it's truly because he's just a professional. And yeah. he knew, he handled it the way he had to. Um so bravo for that. Yeah. Now, since then, Will Smith has um, resigned from the Academy. And which I don't means, know what that means, but. So that means he doesn't have a vote. Oh, okay. um, he doesn't have a say and that he's not on the invite list unless he's nominated. But he was been banned for 10 years. But he, well, he chose to resign from the Academy Right. And then the Academy has banned him for 10 years. So even if he's nominated, he can't show up. Okay. That's what I understand. You know, if I'm I'm not 1000% on it, but that's what I understand. So he kind of took that first step and said, okay, I'll back away from the Academy. I don't need to, y'all don't need to have my name on your roster, essentially. And then with their, with their reaction, because they had to do something. That's the thing. People were calling for their heads and they had to do something. People were super shocked that there was nothing done on at that moment because normally people would be escorted out for hitting somebody else in public like that. I mean, the freaking police were called, you know? I think everybody was shocked. Yes, exactly. But producers have said, you know, they knew that he was the winner. Like they already know, obviously, who the winners are. So they knew he had to be there. And at first it came out that the production came out and asked him to leave and he refused. And now it has since come out that they in fact did not ask him to leave because they knew he was the winner. They needed him there for his award acceptance. 
you know, he wins the award, he gets up, he goes on an apology tour in his speech without apologizing to Chris. Ridiculous. And really playing the woe is me. Um, I'm defending my family just like King Richard did. Blah, blah, blah. And I sat there, honestly, with my eyes rolling in the back of my head while he's given this speech. I thought it was in very poor taste to bring in King Richard to an apology on this because, oh, Richard's out there not condoning this. Right. He's like, I would never do what you did. Yeah. And, you know, the Williams sisters are being shown during the clip and they're watching it like, you know, what a awkward situation for them to be put in. Um, so I just found it in very poor taste of how he did his apologies during that speech. And then he gets back in the award um, picture room and, you know, he's got getting jiggy with it playing back there while he's dancing with his award and all this stuff. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, I don't we know. Didn't forget. <laughs> We're all still searching the internet on what just <laughs> happened. So quit dancing. Right. Um, so well, anyway, you know, to me, the worst person you could have done that to is a comedian because now all the comedians are coming after him ruthlessly. He's never going to be left alone. He's never going to be left alone. And quite honestly, I've seen a lot of comedians. We have a couple comedians here on the mesh podcast network and we have some of their podcasts on here and they've all addressed it. And quite honestly, they're all pretty nervous. They're like, really? Oh, yeah, they're like it's coming out of the stand. Okay. Because now seats. they say that it almost looks like it's accepted <laughs> for if you don't like one of their jokes to come up on stage and take a swing at them. And clearly not all humans think that way, but there are some fools out there that do. And you know, I I don't blame them for being kind of uncomfortable about it, right? Um Chris Rock Obviously, his tour has sold out now. Um, and at his Does everyone wants to know if he's going to talk about it. <laughs> absolutely. And he has made an announcement at his shows each time that says, essentially, he's got a full show. He had this show planned out. He was in the middle of the tour when he went to the Oscars. So he's sticking to his show. And he said, I'm not talking about the incident until I'm paid for it. So whether or not he comes up with like a special or he gets sent on like. Invited to the red table. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. I'm, He'd have to bring a bodyguard. Do you think that would ever happen? Like I, I think they would love for it to happen. I don't think it will because. I don't think red table producers would allow it. I think Jade would be like, sure, whatever. Come on. Like, fine. I'll talk to him about it. I don't think Chris's and, team would allow it. I don't think so either. Um, you know, obviously Chris Rock decided not to press charges, which I didn't think he ever would, but I, they did ask him if he wanted to press charges. Um, Will Smith did come out later and apologize to Chris, um, in a very PR sounding apology. And it probably was from the PR person. hundred percent. Um, and yeah, and now he's banned for 10 years. He's essentially black bald in a very odd way in my mind. Yeah. yeah. We, we live in this cancel culture of stuff. Um, but you know, there were a handful of people, celebrities even out there saying, good for you, Will. I would have stood up for my wife too. Mm, 
would you though at the Oscars? Not the Oscars. Like, <laughs> not at the Oscars, right? Like this this is different. Um, I saw a I saw a TikTok of this guy who has alopecia. Mm-hmm. And he was like responding to this. Obviously, he was like, guys, he said, I'm I'm not diminishing the fact. He said, but quite honestly, that was the tamest alopecia joke I've ever heard. You know, yeah, and he's I've like heard a couple people with alopecia come out there and say that, like, that was not in any way offensive. Right. You know, and again, I'm not trying to speak for anybody that has it because clearly it can be a horrible disease that people are very uncomfortable about. And it's a big deal. Um, but and I don't know what Chris Rock knew or what he didn't know. I believe that he didn't know. Cause I didn't know till like a week ago, but I agree. Now I just another feel thing like is- no matter what the joke was, unfortunately, whether it was in poor taste or not, right. Hitting someone is never the solution on this. Right. That is and not I how think, you can react. And I think that had anybody else, but Chris Rock made that joke, it might've been Okay. I think the reason they were offended about Chris Rock is because when he hosted the the Oscars several years ago, when it was the hashtag Oscar so white thing yep. and everyone yep. was, was saying that they're going to boycott, Jada Pinkett Smith was one of the main people out there talking about this boycott. And during the Oscars, Chris Rock made a joke about your boycott. Basically, I'm not going to go into the joke because it's a little more, you know, risque and blunt than we it need, than I need to share. But basically it was how can you boycott something you're not invited to? Right. And that I think offended her because it, to her, it diminished her Hollywood status. Like Will might be invited. You might be the plus one, but no one's specifically inviting you to come to the Oscars. So I think the fact that he hit her again was just an annoyance factor because to her, she took that personally as far as, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not important enough to be invited to the Oscars unless I'm with my husband. And now mm-hmm. you're joking about me again on my husband's big night. So, yeah, I mean, but had anybody but you, else delivered it again, Regina, not Regina King. Um, one of the, one of the hosts that hosted, she talked about their open marriage and how Will Smith should get up on stage because Jada said it was okay to yeah. me. That's much more offensive. Agreed. Than a GI Jane joke. Agreed. And, and, and it's not like Will and Regina Jada. Hall, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Regina Hall. And it's not like Will and Jada were the only celebrities picked on that night either, <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. The Harvey A. Bardem and Penelope um, – not Penelope Cruz. <laughs> it is Penelope Cruz, yeah. With Harvey that A. Bardem. That joke, yeah. I thought, was way more intense. Like, right. you're both up for an award. You can't win because, yeah. you know, that was a little your more... wife's going to be pissed. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. It's, it's – it is um, – it's, it's part of the gig. Yeah. It's part of the gig. And unfortunately, it's part of their lifestyle too. You have chosen to put yourself out there and go to something where these roasts, mini roasts, if yeah. you will, happen. You are and you no shared stranger. way too much. You are if no you don't stranger. Share, to, people don't have don't the information put it out there. against you. That's right. Don't put it out there if you can't handle people talking about it. So overall, like I said, Will Smith banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Um, They did not take away his award. Uh, I think that would have caused a lot of issues because clearly there are plenty of other Oscar winners out there who have done things in poor taste that should have their awards taken away too at that point. So that's, that's the Academy opening up a can of worms that they can't close. So um, banning him for 10 years and will has 
removed himself from the academy as a member. So he is not voting. He won't be at in in, in anything, basically, um, even if he is nominated. So what an ordeal it's going to be when Will Smith has his next big movie come out. And he can't even present the award next year to the next. Usually it's the winner that presents That's the right. next year, either to the best actress or the best actor. So, And then, um, you know, 10 years from now, Nobody's what an gonna, ordeal it's going to be when he returns. It's going to be a circus. He shouldn't. He probably just shouldn't. He just needs to sit at home and yeah. watch. Have an Oscar just, party or something. Absolutely. You can remote in if you needed to, really. But it's not. <laughs> yeah, don't show up in. on that. Don't come on that red carpet. Let's let this um, on the high note because the Oscars did have what I think the best house band that the Oscars has maybe had ever. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Oh my gosh. To see like Oscar play-in music being done by Travis Barker on the drums. I was in. in a, Once in you told me Travis Barker's was going to be in a tuxedo playing drums all night, I would have watched anything. I would have watched y'all pick flowers. I would have yeah. watched y'all give 10-hour speeches, I, whatever. I would have watched everybody smack everybody Everybody. Else. Everybody. Yeah. Just um, keep Travis coming afterwards. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. That was a really cool bit, the way they did that. Um, yeah. I loved it. And... Um, you know, and and one last note about the the slap thing. I read on Twitter. Do you know who Bear McCreary is? No. Um. So he's a composer who does very famous scores for movies and television shows that you would recognize, such as Outlander, which has one of the most amazing opening theme songs that I have ever heard. I love it. Right. But anyway, he's he's well known in that world. Well, that award has been shifted to the off-camera awards, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, the ones they hand out, and, the, and then during the show it says, earlier in the evening, the award for best composer was handed out, right? Yeah. Well, Bear tweets that night and says, hey, if next year our best composer winner goes up and slaps somebody, can we get put back on the live show? <laughs> And I'm like, hey, point taken. Yes. Right? I mean, how this is, this is like, the, you know, it, it, it does a, go with the fact a lot of people are talking and calling this entitlement, right? Like Hollywood entitlement. He can just yeah. walk up on a stage and slap somebody, you know, and take these moments from away from everybody else. But yet somebody who's winning an award as well for something that is so moving to a lot of people, such as theme songs right or movie scores gets pushed to the to the non-aired show which means they don't get to show their speech to anybody or anything else but yet they're taking time to slap people you know what and maybe that would have been and I, and I know it takes more than split second decisions like that sure. but if they had the time filler i would have even been okay with earlier you know will smith winning but them not showing it earlier in the 100%. night will smith won for best actor and moved on but yep. I don't know what you would have filled the time with. I'm hoping you could just maybe end early or give the host about, some end time at the end. Yeah, end, end, on, end time. on time. End on time or give the host of. an end time at the end of the show to just yeah. do whatever. Yeah. But I well, think that would have been apt punishment at the point of 
yes, Will Smith, you're supposed to have this great night. You ruined it. We're not going to show you a reward. That's right. That's right. And, and I'll be anxious to see how next year is handled too. Yeah. You know, their ratings will go up next year because everybody wants to know, like, is it what's going to be live. Be There'll be a delay. <laughs> big delay. A big delay. They'll do a big delay. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on from that because we do have a lot more to talk about. I do want to quickly touch on a few more things. Um, Other things happened? Oh, girl, <laughs> girl. Listen, we were just speaking about him. One of our favorite drummers, Travis Barker and yes. Courtney, quote, got married, unquote, yeah. because I put it in quotes because it's not really getting married. They were married um, without a license, right? That's right. They go to the... They had a ceremony. The whole ordeal about, let's go get married after the Grammys. Who was it that did that? That was one of the Jonas Brothers and Sophie... Oh, What's Joe Jonas? Yes. They did that like a couple years ago. After the Grammys, they got in, got up and went into the chapel and got married. So now Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian are taking their cue from one of the Jonas Brothers? I mean, stranger things have happened, but yes, True. that is what's going on. Okay. And um, and the internet is a buzz about it. Everybody's like, confirmed, confirmed. They got <laughs> married. They got married. It's it's done. They're off the market. Scratch that. Courtney said it was just practice, um, and that practice makes perfect. A dry run. <laughs> you know, that's called a rehearsal dinner. Right. That's what I call it. So, um. Nonetheless, it's stupid. I think that's really silly, but they wanted some showboat. That's fine. Um, I'm still very, very much here for them, and I'm looking forward to the real wedding. One question about this, and then we'll move on. What do you think this wedding will be like? Do you think it's going to be extreme and weird, or do you think it will be oddly traditional? Because, I mean, look at the proposal, right? The proposal was like on the beach with a heart of roses laid out on there, like... I think yes to both. It'll be weird, but traditional. So I think, I think she'll wear a black dress, um, mm. but I think they'll do traditional vows. Okay. So Looks I like think lots of flowers and stuff like that. Like in a, Maybe. Yeah. You know, you know, just because the dude's covered like in tattoos doesn't mean he's weird. <laughs> you know? No, like, of course not. Yeah. So it's I just, mean, I think there's some presence. semblance of tradition in there, but I do think they want to make it their own. So I wouldn't be surprised if, she didn't wear white. She wore yeah. black or red or some other color. Um, same with him. He'll have a non-traditional tuxedo um, to be determined about the bridesmaids. But I think there will be some semblance of tradition, whether it's in the vows or the ceremony itself or married in well, a church. Know, people, Who knows? Um, I think people sometimes tend to forget that this is Courtney's first wedding. It is her first wedding. Yeah. And it's, so it's going to be, think, I think right? she's, she's been waiting for this and she's in That's her forties. Right. So. That's right. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for that. And that day, I don't think is far off, yeah. honestly. Um, don't know when it is, but I don't think it's far off. So to wrap up our theme of some Kardashian stuff, um, Kim and Pete still going strong. We're seeing them out there. Um, I got to tell you, I'm loving it a little more and more every Me time. Me too. You I know? Mean, at first I was like, what? Yeah. But the more I see them and hear them talking about each other, I'm like, you know what? This okay. could work. This might be a thing. Like, That's I'm not right. hating it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it a bit. Right. So I'm anxious to see where that goes. And Kylie, uh, we have learned, has 
said, hold up, wait a minute, I changed my mind let's, on let's, my let's kid's name. <laughs> Decided Wolf was not what I wanted, so I'm actually not going to call him that anymore, and I'd appreciate it if all of you would take Wolf out of your effing mouth. Like, that's how she basically put it. Um, I, I, I still don't know the it, kid's name. Well, because she hasn't announced it, because oh. she doesn't know it yet. Here's the thing. I read this article where somebody said, so do you still not have a name now that you've taken Wolf away? And she's like, we're not ready to say the name because I really want to make sure this is right. She didn't have a name. She Wait a minute. You're trying out names on the kid? Right. I'm going to call you Barbie for a week. I'm going to see if I like it. She said, I have, she said, I had 10 days to sign the birth certificate. She's like, and that's just not enough time. It's a rush. You don't think and about these things during the pregnancy. That's the thing. I wanted to be like, woman, you had nine months. I had names for both my kids the day they came in with the stuff. At, I had names for a boy, names for a girl. Right. And then I had a backup name for each boy and girl because I had heard people say like, oh, when when you see them, you know, like they just look like a whatever, right? And so I had this thought in my mind, like, okay. Like I have a, I have a daughter named Sullivan, right? I had that name picked out. We had reasoning. We had the full name, but I also had a second girl name because I wanted to see her and said, if for some reason I just see her and Sullivan doesn't stick, I've got this other name. Okay. But I mean, I had options upon options and then signed the birth certificate and then kept calling her Sullivan. Like that's how it works. Right. And and that's how women have been doing it. I didn't realize we had an option to change it later. Like, unless you were like 18 and trying to, you know, change your name to like something weird. But I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a little silly that she's like, oh, you're wolf. And then boom, a few days later, nope, now everybody's talking about it. I don't really like it that much now that I hear it. Okay, so you want to change it. Well... Well, didn't I don't someone know. call her out for stealing the name? See, I don't know if if she felt like maybe it wasn't getting like because there was some other celebrity that had a baby named Wolf right around the same time. I can't I remember Eve. who it is. Okay. And I don't know if like maybe she felt like it was not getting the right attention or someone something. Someone took someone's name, whether it was uh-huh. her or Eve. Okay. I don't know. But whatever it is, I but just I think thought, it's dumb. I think is the she name should Wolf or Wolf Gang. Wolf. That's all I heard was Wolf. Okay. Wolf Webster. But whatever. I mean, each their own. I just think it looks in poor taste and I hate it for the kid later on. Who, you know, people are going to call him Wolf as like a joke for years and years. Well, only two Kardashian kids have what we call mainstream names anyway. Mason and Penelope. Penelope. Yeah. Everyone else is Rain, North. Saint Chicago, true dream. Um, like, yeah, like let's just—I don't know. Uh, she's like, it's just such a big deal, and it's such a huge thing. Yeah, it is. You're naming a human being, but that's why you had nine months and ten days. You know, it's—I don't know. Just seems a little silly to me. Um, but that's all our Kardashian news, really. You know, Courtney's—I mean, Chloe's uh, been laying kind of low, which is fine by me. Um, and, and everybody else seems happy and, and moving on. So we'll see. We're just waiting on a wedding and a baby name. Now, 
here's what's so funny to me in pop culture right now is that we have entered a time warp. I could, if I could do crazy sound effects right now, I would like time, 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 warp, 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 warp. Britney Spears is pregnant and Ben and JLo were engaged. It might as well be like 2002 or something, right? Something. It's early 2000s. Yeah. I need, feel like I need to bring out like my old Nokia fun or something. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody would start wearing our um, low rise wide leg jeans and, oh wait, they're doing that now too. So, you know, I, I know in fashion they say everything comes back around, but Brittany's pregnant. Did you see her announcement? No. So she announces it in like a post on Facebook or, I mean, on um, Instagram maybe. I don't know. Whatever it was. It was like a long text thing saying that they were on vacation and she thought, she was full or something. She didn't feel very good. And so she made a joke that she had a food baby. And like, then Sam, her fiance, I guess, said something like, no, baby, that's not food. I, you might be pregnant. And then she, she said, so I took a pregnancy test and OMG, I'm having a baby and, and not a food baby. And she kept saying food baby over and over again and stuff. And everybody was like, wait, are you, are, you, are you saying you're pregnant or are you saying you like had a food baby? Like what's Brittany, going on? You're just going to need to say it like straight, straight on. I'm going to need like the ultrasound pictures. You something. Know? Pregnancy like, test or something. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess she's pregnant. I guess. Congratulations. I don't know. Um, K-Fed. Oh, Kevin Federline sent out a congratulations post to her. So, I guess it's real. I don't know. Her other kids are like, what, like 15? And oh, they're older. Yeah. Live with yeah. So whatever. And then her fiance has come out and said that it should have happened three years ago. Um, you know, with the whole conservatorship and all that stuff. I'm not quite sure that this is the place Brittany needs to be right now is having yeah, a baby. This might not be. I'm all for the free Britney movement and I'm glad that the conservatorship is gone, but I think there's like an, a grace period, like a time adjustment grace period that needs to happen. Sort of like whenever you hear about people in AA saying that they need not be in a relationship for they've been sober for a year. Like I think she needs to be conservatorship free for a year before she could have a baby. She's moving know. fast. Like everything all this she's wanted really to do happening. the whole time. She's just going to do it. Get engaged, get married, have a right. baby. Right. I mean, She's is she in her forties yet, or is she close to? Oh, she's, she's close she's to. Gotta, she's gotta be right. Like yeah. it's gotta I be mean, close enough. And again, you can have babies whenever. I had my last baby at forty four, so um, I mean, it can be, it sure. can happen, but but that's why I'm but, saying there's time to wait. It's like you don't have to come out of a conservatorship months exactly. ago, and then all of a sudden I'm engaged, I'm married, exactly. I'm having a, or whenever she gets married, I'm having a baby. I mean, like what's next? Like I can't even think of going on tour, going in the studio, which would be great. Like I, I'm all for that, but sure. she needs and to Brittany take some time away to just dot. regroup. 40 on the dot. She is okay. 40. Yeah. So take some which, time away. Yeah, totally fine. She's got time. She, yeah. she just posted like a completely nude picture on Instagram or something, you know, I mean, she's covering her bits up, but like yeah. whenever she's, I don't know, it's just, she still looks so disheveled and so like out of it on things. Like, I just feel like there's that, period of time that has to happen that she needed to take some time for herself. Yeah. And 
what she's been waiting for, but maybe this is what she's been waiting for. I mean, do you remember whenever she got pregnant the first time and everybody thought, oh my gosh, she's so young and this, you know, like it's with K-Fed and this has been crazy and whatnot, you know? And then she immediately got pregnant pretty quick right after that because she told everybody like, oh my gosh, I love being a mother. This has been my dream. This is what I love, blah, blah, blah. So I get that. I think she's been wanting to have a kid. She wanted to have one with Sam all this time and she wasn't like allowed to essentially. I get that. But I still wish there was sort of like a parole period. Yeah. I just want the best for her. I wish the best for her. And I hope this isn't too much for her, like right out of the gate. I just yes. want her to be okay because, yes. you know, we've, we've watched what's been happening to her. And like you said, we were all rooting for her. We were all part of the behind the free Britney movement, but I just don't want her to spiral again. Yep. Um, and now with a new baby. Right. And babies are a lot. I mean, for anybody. she can probably have help for anybody. She doesn't have, doesn't appear to have the family support she had before. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, for everything that we used to say about Kevin Federline, the, the guy actually turned out to pre- be a pretty good dad. <laughs> he so, ended up I mean, being the stable one of the The bunch. stable one, right? Like everyone right. was like, this dude, you're having a baby with this dude. And he ended up yeah. being like great for the kids. Yeah. Um, and he has, a, he had experience because he had kids before yeah. um, with someone else. But let's hope Sam can step can- up to the plate and, and help the same way. Yeah. Um, agreed. Because we just want her, I just want her to be okay. Mm-hmm. And and not like, because I even have my moments now and I'm, you know, older and had a kid at an older age where I'm like, I just want like an hour of peace and quiet, sanity, like yeah, time away. It's a lot. Yeah. And I don't have the public life that she has. Yep. And I mean, I'm, yep. not, I'm not doing the things that she's doing, but there's still just that. And I'm sure every parent, regardless of background, has those moments where it's like, oh my gosh, even I say like, it was much easier being a mom in my thirties, early thirties than it is in my forties. Cause I had more energy, you know, like, yeah, yeah. but you know, had him when it was blessed upon me and that's right. Wouldn't trade it for the world. But yeah, it's different in your forties than it is in your thirties. It's, it's, it's not the same at all. Absolutely. Different no, stressors. I get it. And it's, it's just something I think, I hope somebody's keeping an eye on her, you know, yes, like I hope yes. Sam's there for the right reason. I hope that it's, she has good people around yeah. her, not yeah, someone who's so. going to take advantage of her again. Yeah. She doesn't really have her family. Anymore. Right. She doesn't. So, she doesn't have that support anymore. No. So um, there's got to be hopefully somebody on her side and congratulations to her and wish her all the best with it. Um, yeah. But I'm sure we'll be seeing plenty of content because she's been hot and heavy on Instagram and stuff lately. So we'll have to we'll start, start following her now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So the other time warp event is that JLo and Ben Affleck are engaged again. I found that out yesterday. I'm on a, I'll wait and see what happens type of thing with them. Agreed. I'm, I'm excited for them because I like that they were back together. I thought that was pretty cool story or whatnot, but again, it's kind of one of these like, okay, she's been engaged six times. I'm not yeah. going to hold my breath. She's been married, so, what, three? Um, she had so the, the first husband. Dancer, and then Chris Judd, Mark Anthony. That's it. And then engaged. Six times. To A-Rod, Ben, and Ben. So this is her sixth. Yeah. 
So there's this book I would recommend anybody reads out there. If you're a reader, if you, even if you're not a reader, if you like could enjoy kind of a light read, but it's still really good. It's called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It's fantastic. I read it this past year. It's probably the best book I've read in a really long time. It's, I don't know. I just love it. Um, but anyway, the, they're getting ready to make a movie about it. I think for Netflix, um, they announced, <laughs> and I'm thinking this could be her role. The she seven husbands that. of <clears throat> JLo or the seven engagements of Jennifer Lopez. Like that's how this is. So I saw this article about, um, comparing her engagement rings <laughs> from each time, you know, and what style and how much they cost and all that stuff. But she received a green diamond from Ben this time. She Wasn't received pink a pink the first time. Pink time pink the first time. Jeez. Green this time. She says all good things have happened to her when she's wearing green. Um, that's what she said in her engagement announcement. Which brings me to this. This has given me a little bit of a pit for the past day that I found out about it. But so, did you know that? JLo has like a website slash newsletter that you like have to pay to subscribe to. No. It's like all about the JLo or the download about JLo or something like that. Oh. And, and if you go to it, it's like highly promotional, like ads and stuff. And then it's like a paid newsletter. So you, sort of like Patreon. If you've heard of Patreon for people mm -hmm. like you pay to subscribe extra things, right? So this is like a subscription thing. And I'm just, and, and that's where she announced it was in her paid newsletter. And, and she was apparently in the bubble bath and then he got down beside her and proposed. And she talked about like how simple and amazing it was because it was just the two of them in their normal everyday life. Whatever, I'm not going to go into how I, don't I feel know if what's about better, that or the roast chicken. Uh, you know, they're both lies. They're both lies. That's what it is. Um, they're both code names for something else. I'm sure of it. But, but I'm really, really surprised and almost a little perturbed that she has a paid subscribed newsletter. Like you're J Lo. You don't need that. Do you really need to go to that level? You don't need that. No. I feel like that's really bizarre and I feel like nobody's talking about it. Like why are people paying for updates like that? Is it like a fan club membership? I, essentially. I feel like that's what it is. I don't, I don't know because I'm not, I'm sure still not entering my email address on no, our website. I won't Cause be I'm sure getting spammed with. I know, like, diet. I know. And if you go to the internet, people have screenshotted what she wrote on that <laughs> newsletter and is posting everywhere. So I mean, so a lot of good anyway. that does you. Yeah. But yeah, there's like a fuzzy picture for Green Diamond, and then there's um, like her telling the story about the bubble bath. Like, but I'm just really surprised. Like, she's got a pay to play type model and stuff for this business or whatever. I don't know. I just feel like you don't need that, and it looks a little below you. But whatever. Yeah. Um. So, do you consider her our generation's Elizabeth Taylor? It's <sighs> a good question, and probably yes. Ooh, what about Kim Kardashian, though? Kim Kardashian has 
dated a lot. She's only been engaged. Well, how many times she's been married? So she's been married one, three. She's been married three times. Which has she been engaged six? She's been engaged three times and married three times. Elizabeth Taylor was more marriages, right? Like, was it okay? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But either way, and I feel like maybe. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I guess so. It's very, very comparison. You know, good comparison there. Do you think J Lo has any sort of embarrassment behind it? I no. don't mean. I, I, <laughs> okay, I. I guess maybe that's just me. Like, here's my problem. I'd be it. like, oh my gosh, here's that girl. Again, here I am again. I would personally be embarrassed. Again. Yeah. Everybody thinks I'm not going to get married. You know, I. Here's my problem with it. Like, I can't think. I mean, if I if I really 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 thought about it, maybe I could. But just in talking, and when I think about it. I can't ever think of a time when I've known JLo to be single. Right. Like she's never been by her. She, she went from being engaged to Alec Rodriguez, Rodriguez to a week later, we're seeing her with Ben Affleck. She yeah. went from Mark being Anthony. with P Diddy mm-hmm. to a week later being, or not a week later, but soon, not long after being married to Mark Anthony. Like we and didn't even was, know about the courtship, but we knew that she got married. The- is how it's visible. It's visible that she, it's like she goes into hiding if she's solo. Right. Or right? So therefore just, they she, all mesh together for us. Either that, or she secured the next relationship before she ends the first one. And I think Moose just said serial cheater. <laughs> so. Yes. Producer Moose is t- chiming in on chick chat with serial cheater. Uh, I'm assuming he's describing JLo and his thoughts on her. I, you know, I, I don't know if it's, I mean, maybe she's been cheating with them as overlap. I don't know. Maybe. Um, And maybe it was just that she quickly has no qualms whatsoever with going from one right to the next, you know, and kind of skips the whole dating period. And we know, because I don't know which one of them said it, but that when she was with Alex Rodriguez, like towards the end of the relationship, she's reached out to Ben Affleck again and started writing him letters. Uh And that's how they reconnected. So there was definite overlap there, but she if we remember Alex it. had that little entanglement with Madison LaCroix from uh, so, the, the Southern the Charm. Entanglement. I love that that's a new word for us in, that up. Yes, in our vocabulary. It's the better way to say it. It you is. Know? And it's, I think she was embarrassed by that. So she was like, okay, I've got something for you. If you're going to embarrass me with Madison LaCroix from Southern Charm on Bravo, I'm going back to Ben. And ha ha, green diamond in green my diamond, no. like, it's, like I don't know. I just I'm, it's fine. I'm if here it works for them for dating. I'm here for them dating. Yeah. I wasn't quite ready for the whole like let's get married thing. And, and you I'm know just what? glad it's, he's not sporting split back hair anymore. Like remember yeah. the first time where they they were together, he looked almost like Ken Dollish. Like she took him Jeezy. and just styled him. Yeah, she was just like, well, no, like she. This was like when she was becoming, uh, just becoming famous. She was already famous, but she wasn't quite at the level she is now. Famous. She wasn't the triple threat. Then. Right. And so she was, she, all of a sudden she has Ben Affleck on her arm, who's like the go-to person in Hollywood at the time. But then he started like 
wearing like going from hanging out with with um Matt Damon Matt and Dillon. just wearing yeah. like and just wearing like regular old clothes, jeans, right. loose fitting jeans, t-shirts too, button downs and leather and my mm-hmm. hair is always done. He just looked like my girlfriend styled me so that I would look good next to her because she's always put together. And he well, and and sometimes looked miserable. That's probably a lot of the whole um reason that maybe I like them to be together now is because they both really have since then established yeah. their own career of things. Yeah. Um, and he looks ways. the same. He's not changed to me. Like, right. Right. Um, so, you know, like I said, I was, I was excited about the whole dating thing for them and I'm still excited about the two of them together. Cause maybe things come back around. Maybe this is kind of her aha moment. Maybe this is who she's meant to be with. Cause it came maybe. back to her. And I maybe. hope so, because I hope this is the last time we have to hear about who JLo's dating or engaged to. I mean, Agreed, and I really she's I got love kids to now. Her. It's time to 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 stop all this mess. I'd love to see a wedding. I'd love to see like a very simple, clean wedding where they yeah. kind of just do it and move on, and then try to live like a little blended family life or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, and let me tell you, Jennifer Gardner does not seem to be the type of woman where you're going to mess around with her kids' feelings. So either you're in this, you're or, in it, or you're not, or you're not, and don't play around because we're talking about kids now. I don't know, you know. I know. It's, I just feel like she's mama bear. And probably when she talked to them and they told her about it, she was like, if you're in it, I'm, I'm in it with you. And I'm, I'm great. It. Yeah. But there are kids involved and you guys got to think about this. So. Yeah. And, and Jennifer Gardner comes off like she cares about Ben Affleck still too. Yes, absolutely. In that sense, you know, to where she really cares about like, don't sobriety don't mess around. and everything. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Don't screw this up for everybody. Right. Um, JLo. Like don't right. screw this up. Don't come in this messing up everything for us. I've worked really hard to get normalcy. Yeah. Of this, and like I said, I think she, you know, she and Ben are known in the Hollywood world for being great co-parents. Yeah. Um, because of his sobriety, because of how like they've worked together, and so yeah, don't screw it up, J Lo. Right. I fixed him for split. you. Don't mess it up. That's right. I made him nice and pretty and shiny. <laughs> Don't screw up my, don't break my toy. <laughs> right. I'm going to let you play um, with my toy for a little while. Just don't yeah. break it. <laughs> That's right. So, um, <laughs> one quick note. We don't have to expand very much on it, but are you sad that um, Katie and Schwartz are getting divorced from Vanderpump Rules? A little bit. I'm a little bit sad. I like Schwartz. I and do I, can't, too. And I started to like Katie too. I didn't like I her know. for a while, but. The whole friendship with Ariana really, made me like her more. I was really pulling for them because of the whole like IVF and trying to like get pregnant and everything. And yeah. all of her friends are getting pregnant around her. I know they wanted to have a baby and they were trying and stuff. But um, so I encourage everyone. This is all we'll say about it because it's we're running long already. But she, um, you know, when they announced that they were separating, um, I just think everybody should take a moment and go to Tom Schwartz's Instagram page and read his post about them separating. It was one of the best put together statements, I guess I've ever read about people separating. Mm -hmm. I was in tears reading it. Um, for someone who comes across kind of goofy and a little sappy and, and silly sometimes, 
Tom Schwartz really came through on this statement. I genuinely believe that he wrote it too. Um, oh, yeah. Just the way some of the things are said. He basically but, said it was me. It wasn't her. It was that's me. Right. Like not was, that one at the divorce, but that he's right. the reason behind her wanting one. And don't turn on Katie. Don't do that. You yeah. know, um, I'll always love her. And these because were the great right. yeah. moments. Exactly. And I could have done better mm-hmm. and this and that. And, it was just really well put together and I applaud him for that. And, you know, from what I understand, they're still living together while they go yeah. through this right now, which if that says something, I guess, it's right. It's going to be heartbreaking for him though. I mean, oh I think gosh. he's probably hoping for reconciliation by it happening, but I think for her, it's just, it's time they have her. this home together and you know, she's going to live in it for a time, but I, I don't think she's seen it the same way he's seen it. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think she's I out. Think, I think she's checked out. She's she's done, and I think he's running to the other Tom, and which is unfortunate. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway, go check out that statement because I do think it's um it was beautifully written, and bravo to him for doing that. Yeah. Hey, to end on a fun note, I just have some fun little fact here, and I'm just going to read them off. And just in case you didn't realize it, um, I think it's springtime and we're coming into some summer um, weather. And I want to know, how often do you eat eggs? Um, I have them for breakfast probably. I eat them a lot. I have them for breakfast a few times a week. And then I love tuna and I put eggs in my tuna. So Yes, like hard-boiled eggs. Like hard-boiled eggs, yeah. Okay. Do you eat enough eggs to have your own chickens? Probably, because my daughter eats them every day for school, before school. Really? Okay. Yeah. So we enjoy eggs here too, but I don't feel like I eat enough eggs to justify having chickens. Um, but just so you know, I just thought these were fun. And since we had some pretty heavy topics here on the show today, I just wanted to end, it, end this episode with... Some celebrities you may not realize have farms. All right. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is what, started, is what started this for me, actually. Because if you follow Kevin Bacon online, he has a series called Hashtag Goat Songs, where he actually goes out and plays guitar to his goats in the Love barn. It. And he sings songs. He makes them up sometimes on the spot. Sometimes he sings real songs, whatever. Hashtag Goat Songs. It's pretty, pretty fun. Um, to go check it out. So Kevin Bacon has goats. We know that Harry and Megan have chickens. Seen We've them. seen that. Um, Got to have chicken for roasting, of course, but I think they're doing it more for the eggs. Serena Williams and her husband, Alexis Ohani, or whatever it is. They have hens. Um, so again, I guess they're getting eggs and stuff too. Marcus Mumford and Casey Mulligan, um, they have a working farm with cows, sheep, and chicken. Chickens. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Kelly Kapowski, um, she has chickens, and she has such high-producing chickens that she delivered eggs regularly to all of her co-stars and former co-stars during the pandemic so that nobody had to go out and buy eggs. Mark Paul Gossler has, like publicly said that he lived off of Tiffany's eggs during the pandemic, Um, which sounds really weird when I say it out loud. Hillary Burton and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, um, who who I love. Yes. They have gone to a working farm with llamas. Um, And so it's uh, a couple of her co-stars and friends have 
noted uh, in this article that I was reading about these celebrity farms that like, this isn't just one of these like, oh, a celebrity says they live on a farm and they have some chickens and that's it. Like this is a working farm and they are producing for the local produce and population and food uh, needs. And so that's pretty cool. But they do have llamas that they are dealing with. Elizabeth Hurley has an alpaca farm. Oh, which I think is interesting. Just, I just think because she just likes, I think she likes soft, fuzzy things, you know, what are alpacas good for on a farm? I'm not really sure what they oh, do okay. or produce. That's why I think she just likes to pet them. Okay. It's Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> Jennifer Garner, as we discussed earlier. Yeah, I'm not shocked. She's known as the chicken I, lady. I follow her, so I, I've known that. And I love her farm stuff. I yes. love her farm content. Did you know that she has a chicken named Regina George, which I think is really funny? I did not know the name, but I love yeah. it. Chris Pratt has a farm where he raises lamb for eating like okay butcher lamb you know um okay. so he's not got i mean he's got a, a production farm if you will and um so a lot of other ones that have seen had said that they have uh a lot of these were just for like eggs or for their kids to play with and learn about animals and cows and stuff like that. But his was like, Nope, I don't like play with them. I, I eat them, butcher them. Yeah. For, for health purposes and whatnot. Um, and then Zach Galifianakis, you know, he's from North Carolina and he actually has a 60 acre farm in North Carolina where he raises horses, goats, and honeybees. Wow. I love that for him. Now I'm going to have to find it. You know that, right? I know. I know. Well, he's from uh, Wilkesboro. Oh, what? Is that where his farm is? Oh, yeah. No, he's like super quick. Close by Hickory, not far from you at all. And um, actually went to a club, like an organization that I was a part of when I lived in North Carolina. We had, they had like a regional meeting Mm -hmm. and I went to this church and that's where the meeting was. And it was his family's church. Um, yeah, just a small little like regular old Baptist church or something like that out there. Anyway, it's not far from Hickory. So definite research you might have to look into. Um, you know, we tried to do a garden here, uh, when we first moved during pandemic stuff, because It was great for the kids to learn about. We had fun. We had these raised beds in our backyard mm-hmm. that were there when we moved in. So we utilized those, you know, and we had a great harvest, if you will. Our producer, Moose, he's a big like gardener when it comes to vegetables. He always has cucumbers, tomatoes, things like that. We lucked out. We had a really good harvest of cucumbers, blueberries, strawberries, and peppers, And so that was great, but I feel like I worked out there so much to save like probably $6 at the grocery store or something by the time (laughs) I was done. It was just too much. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a whole lot of stuff. But of course I'm getting ready to do cucumbers again, but that's just because we eat them like crazy. So bravo to the celebrities out there living the normal life, raising animals. the organic lifestyle. Love it. and, And doing what they can. Hey, it's great. So anyway... That is our show for the day. Hope everybody one. has enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a lot of stuff. And we crammed that in. We did really, really well. A lot of hot topics out there. A lot of things going on. Um, I hope you guys will go and check out all the other shows here on The Mesh. 
Give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, a review, whatever you want to do to show us you love us um, because we love you. Check out TheMesh.TV for all of our other shows. We've got something for everybody. Follow us on Instagram at Chick Chatter. And um, yeah, Jeanette, thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely. It was always fun. Always good to see you. Moose, thanks for chiming in with the facts. And we will catch you guys on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.